Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are all these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Dave! What's up? Hey, welcome. Well, I've been here for a while. <laughs> I just, I guess I get very hostessy when it's like, oh, look, it's when you're hosting it's audio show. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like welcome and hello, listeners, uh, sex nerds. Today, we actually were going to talk about one thing, and then a guest was not able to make it, and so now we're going to talk about another thing. So it's going to be an interesting day of talking about sex. Talking. Mm-hmm. I like talking though. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And sometimes I warm up my voice beforehand so that my voice is extra voicey. So, so what's up? What are we talking about? What I actually, doing? because, well, there's always some holiday or anniversary or birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but because in real time, currently, even though you may be listening to this in the summertime, whenever, um, it is the holidays coming up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's time that we talk about some sex toys and gift ideas for people to give our, you know, our sex nerd listeners need to give their loved ones. Not their moms, I don't think. But like the other loved ones. Oh, it depends on your relationship with your mom, I guess. That's true. Probably a girl could give her mom a sex toy. Probably wouldn't want to, but that would work. I would never give my mom a sex toy. No? No. Not even like a vibrating rubber ducky? No. Absolutely not. No, because it's inconspicuous in the shower. There's absolutely nothing you could say to make me want to do that ever in my life. if, If you want to give just a nice... slightly funny but also useful and integrative into life type toy to someone vibrating rubber ducky done totally done it's interesting i didn't know that those existed oh yeah you can get one with a little bow on it you can get anything that vibrates yeah you can think of something and then a vibrating version of that exists like the hello kitty pocket rocket i'm sure yeah i'm sure you can get a vibrating bookshelf (laughs) if you wanted Washing machine. Those already vibrate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's extra, but I suppose you could get a non-vibrating washing machine. What if you get a washing machine and then build into it an amazing motor to make it like crazy vibrating? So instead of it just being like for clothes, it actually is to like get someone off. Because they only vibrate a little bit. But what if you just... Oh my God, that'd be amazing in a dungeon or something. You just have the washer and dryer there. But if you hit the giant red button, it's like... Sure. I love that idea. Yeah, I mean, but you could really just do that with any cube-shaped thing. Yes, but it's the laundry room of fantasy taken to a whole new level of sex toydom. Oh, that's true. Yeah, except you'd have to worry about the insulating the motor in a way that the whole thing wouldn't shake and be really loud because then that would just be distracting. Right. Well, yeah, I think that, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. The thing <laughs> is that you just wouldn't be able to, it wouldn't be a, a laundry machine anymore. You know no, exactly. I mean? No, this is purely for erotic Roleplay. I don't know. I don't like that. I like to be able to do laundry. <laughs> well, no, I'm not in your home necessarily. I'm talking about. You know, You're not going to sell me on ruining a laundry, <laughs> a washing machine. Big Dude, fan of washing machines. You're really into laundry. I like clean clothes. Mm. I like to smell good. <laughs> I don't like sex. I don't smell good. Oh, you sm- you smell clean. Yes, I, I just smelled his arm. Yeah, I bathe. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's true. <laughs> I do. And I'm officially I bathe every day. <laughs> every day. It's new, but 
So in terms of uh, whacking, crazy, vibrating things, there are um, there's a silicone hot pink banana, very Andy Warhol-ish. Mm. I think it's by a French company called Love to Love, I believe. That one always cracks me up because it's just this intensely vibrating banana. Ladies, eat your fruits and vegetables. Let's play a little game. Uh, Will, I guarantee you yeah. that any... Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you said it so far away there for a minute. I got I scared. I was getting my phone out. Um, I guarantee you that uh, anything we name, uh, there's a vibrating version Is of that. Is this like that Rule 34? Find on Google. Rule 34, what's that? Wait, is thirty four is that the one where anything you think of has already been done in porn? I have no idea. Oh yeah, that's important. Well wait, rule thirty four, let me just Rule thirty four of what? Of life, man. No, of that's life. not what it is. <laughs> that can't possibly be. Rule what it number thirty four, here it is. If it exists, there is porn of it. But okay, but who's I mean, well that's cool. This is more just uh, like it's like Murphy's Law or the rule of uh the chain of six people. Oh really? It's you just know the anyone same? in the world. Oh cool. Yeah. That's cool. But also, there is truth to this thing. Yeah. No, I mean, oh, it's rule 63. What? Rule 63? What? I just typed in rule. The first one was rule 34. The second one was rule 63. What's that? Uh, rule 63 is for any given male character, there's a female character. Uh, uh, well, in the sentence, uh, I couldn't read the rest of the sentence. Hold on. Oh, what the hell? Come on, Urban Dictionary. You're not helping me out here, bro. Come on, bro. Whoa, lots of rules. Rule 28, rule 76, rule 14, rule 244. There's a rule 33. That one's probably most closely tied to rule 34. (laughs) I would guess it came just before rule 34. When in doubt, it's a man. This internet rule applies to guessing (laughs) the gender of a forum, chat room, or instant messenger user. That's probably true. That's really funny. Yeah. Rule 63 is a rule of the internet that reads as follows. For any given male character, there is a female version of that character. Yeah. Rules exceptions are only in the instance that A, the male character is already so androgynous that a female version would be basically the same, or B, the female version hasn't been drawn yet. Interesting. I wonder if where were I wonder if these internet rules were made rules of the internet. Who made these? I'm fascinated. I mean, it, look, the you can, people you have can talk about your sex or whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to talk about. Actually, can I tell you about this crazy <laughs> thing that happened a few weeks ago? Sure. I went to a naked dance party. It is a thing. Rules of the internet. It's a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I know. You went to a naked dance party. Yeah. But I'm reading about the rules of the internet over here. Okay. Focus Encyclopedia on Dramatica. Yeah, I remember that. All right, guys. Well, Dave looks at his phone and learns about life. Rule number one. Do not talk about rules two to 33. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. Listen. Rule number one. Do not talk about rules two to 33. And the next rule is rule 34. Look, I've just learned so much stuff in the in the last minute and a half. Way to Google that. I'm so happy. We didn't get to play my game, by the way. Which, oh, the game. Oh. Vibrating everything. Okay. Which is um, like rule 34. But we can talk about your naked dance party if you want. Also, no, Barack Obama's president, which is good. <laughs> it's exciting. Unless you're listening to this five years from now. <laughs> we, we, only have, we only have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's really funny. Please, uh, we're sorry for bringing this up, people, from five years from now. Um, Sadness rules the... Wait, okay. okay. What, what do you think? Okay. Of a vibrating thing? Yeah, a vibrating thing. Um, all right. How about a... We'll go simple at first. Potato. Okay. Vibrating potato. I will also search. You have a non-iPhone. What is yours? Mine is a an Android phone. 
I'm not going to say what kind of phone because I don't want to advertise some major design and research of the vibrating potato excavator. That sounds not. That doesn't. No, no. Yeah, I got that one too. I think the word vibrating and sex need to be involved here. How about um, vi- vibrator potato? How about that? How about vibrator potato? Make Is your anything? own vibrator, homemade sex Ooh. toys. Ooh, vibrating Mister Potato Head. I think uh, <laughs> mm. that kind of counts. I think that it's like a step removed, but it's still a potato. That reminds me, actually, of <gasps> what? Hold on, I'm getting a picture of the vibrating Mister Potato Head up. Hold on. Do you remember Mister Bucket? Oh yeah, Mr. Bucket. The balls come out. Rule thirty four. There's a drawing of Mr. Bucket like jerking off a bunch of people and really? coming into the bucket. Yeah. That is so silly. And amazing. Rule sixty three, there's a Mrs. Bucket. Um <laughs> I uh that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, it's, it's not Mr. Potato. It's, not even it's really the secrets inside. You know? <laughs> right. Don't judge a potato by its cover. Mr. Potato Head Massager by Homedics. Ooh, interesting and naughty homedics, you guys. Do you know homedics? I mean, they just make back massagers for... For sex? You have no regular stores and things. It's just a, a brand that... Back massagers for sex. I'm a very stupid person. Oh, it's, it's so funny um, when people ask, like, oh, well, I don't have a vibrator. I just have a back massager. It's like, okay, anything that vibrates is a vibrator. <laughs> so, it's true. And you can use it anywhere on your body. Um, unless it causes pain and don't use on inflamed skin and stuff like that. Talk to your doctor. Um, but it's just funny to me. People like have that separation. So all that stuff sure. that's sold at the, the cutesy like home and bedding stores. It's like, yep, put it on your badge, put it on your balls, sure. put it where you want. Well, but I think that I, I think it makes sense, right? I mean, most people are raised not to find the, the sexuality in things. Completely. There's actually a word for it where you, um, like we all have certain, like we look at a cup and we think, oh, a cup is for holding liquid. And we have certain um, ideas of what a thing is designed for. But sure. if we start taking away what we think it's meant for and just look like, oh, this is an interesting conical looking cup. I, uh, I have a cup in my hand. And yeah. what can I do? Oh, I can catch insects with it or I can listen through a wall with it. Or I mean, you can imagine all sorts of new ways to use a thing. And But we're not really taught to think critically about the stuff in our environment. We just immediately assume what it's used for. And so a lot of creative thinking comes out of separating those sure, two Sure, your, your preconceptions of something with... With its possibilities, sure. So the more creative people are thinking, I think, especially with the stuff in their environment, the more kinky they can get, too. Hey. Uh, Bad news. Uh, No no results for vibrating sauerkraut (laughs) and no results for vibrating father. So I was wrong. You can't get a vibrating dad or vibrating, um, you know, know, whatever. I don't know what that is. Cabbage. I would love Mm -hmm. a custom vibrating um, company where they could install motors and in anything oh that'd be amazing be yeah. Really fun. yeah i mean of course you couldn't necessarily do it with everything and some things would be harder but i mean a really well branded company where like oh i really want to make my teddy bear vibrate or i really want to make my i don't know purse oh. vibrate well vibrating purse. you know what the the way to do that would be actually um I just uh, uh, Googled vi- a custom vibrator, and this had never occurred to me before, and I don't know if this has occurred to anyone, but someone should do this. You can, vibrate is a, uh, is a function mm-hmm. 
um, of an of a phone of a mobile phone app. Oh yeah, make it into a vibrator. Yeah, so I mean, you could all you would need to do would be to make something that the iPhone fits into, and then start that app, and you just press the button and it just vibrates until you want it to stop vibrating. And then whatever the thing the vibrate the iPhone is sitting in. Put a condom is, on your iPhone. Is, yeah, exactly. Not a condom necessarily. Unlubricated. No, but I mean, do you know what I mean? Like you could make a. Uh, no, no, I know you can put it in something to make the whole thing vibrate. Sure, you could make uh, a, a a potato that an iPhone could sit into, or a I don't know. Totally. A Mr. Potato. It's an bag. iPhone slot for a vibration. Sure. Oh, immediately. Or I'm a like, GI Joe action figure. But I'm whatever. taking out the middleman, man. I'm like, let me just. Hump my iPhone. Sure. Well, you can definitely do that. And also, people do that. Also, I guarantee you that there's just an app to make your phone constantly vibrate so you can you can masturbate. I'm sure there is. I don't know of it. Also, I wouldn't necessarily use that a lot because you don't want to wear it on your phone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and be it careful with that. Screw up. It could definitely screw up your phone. Yeah. The thing about motors is they do get louder and clunkier as they get I- tired. Okay. iPhone masturbate app. Anyway, okay, sex toys. There are so many of them. Oh, my God. Okay. If, okay, when people come in to ask me or just, oh, my God, I get so many emails. Like, what should I get my wife? I always get that, Mm -hmm. the wife. What should I get my wife? They go, how am I supposed to know? Like, how am I supposed to know? So, like, if you start dating a girl and it's like two or three months in and you go to buy a sex toy Mm -hmm. for a female, what kind of things, and you've been having sex, what kind of things do you think that you'd think about in what you'd get her? I'm using you as my... Um, my well, I, I, that's rough because I wouldn't buy a girl a sex toy if we'd been dating for a few months. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't? No? No. I or she's having wouldn't. a really hard time having an orgasm. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. But then I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a gift. I would just be like, hey, I have this. Do you want to try this? Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and... And I would ask you, just like everyone else in the world <laughs> would. Um, or I would just go, yeah, I would probably just go to a sex shop uh, and then ask the person at the counter or whoever mm-hmm. worked there what what they had and what their advice was. Because mm-hmm. you know? I really couldn't, I don't know, it would be hard to judge from like shopping on the internet for me. So hard. I don't understand how people do that, but that is the main way people get sex toys. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Most people probably don't want to go to a sex store. Yeah. You know? And that makes sense to me. Yeah. I totally understand. We need more entrepreneurs opening awesome brick-and-mortar adult stores that are welcoming to people. I'm putting my fists up in the air. Well, it's part the welcoming thing, but I also think it's partly the walking in, the the being seen walking in. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, where they come from, it's not cool. You can't, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It would... Fuck up their work life or their social life or their home life or something like that. So I get it. Slowly, slowly, more and more and more, we're getting there. You know, more and more people are getting open. We need Oprah to say something. That will make everything better. Fifty Shades of Grey was a good step in that direction. Although then I get people being afraid that they are, that they don't like pain, but that because they find the book a turn on that they like giving or receiving pain. And it's like, no, God, no, it's not. Sure. It's not their fault though. I mean, I know it's more education. Needed, sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's such a, that's such a tough thing. It's going to take time. But for the, okay. When I talk to people 
who have questions about sex toys, they're usually trying to get something to either help the other person in the relationship increase their pleasure or trying to spice it up. Right. And there's always the people, the group of people who are trying to buy their their partner their first sex toy. Sure. And then there are the people who have tons of toys at home and they're just trying to find something different. No, and it's always fun to kind of figure out which group people are in. Right. Right. So there's just, and there's so many, it's really a flow chart. It's, okay, do you want to use this with your partner? Because like, think about this. If you're trying to find a toy, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to increase the romance between you? Do you want to just have something fun? Um, are you trying to figure out your bodies? I mean, what what do you want to come of this toy? And just being like, I don't know. Generally, get a toy that's multiple speeds. Like number one, one speed is fairly limiting. So I highly recommend that. Okay. You know, and if you're on a budget, that's fine. Generally, though, don't get jelly rubber. I mean, we had a sex toy episode like way in the beginning when the podcast first started, mm-hmm. and we kind of covered some of the material stuff, sex toy primer. Um, but really, a lot of the stuff that's like twenty bucks and like says like jelly or super soft, but is wrapped in like weird cellophane. Or if you're at a store and and if you can kind of crack open the case a little bit, because most of them aren't sealed, and just give it a whiff if it smells toxic don't get the toy yeah um but plastic is generally okay just to start off with or something that's elastomer or if it says phthalate free and it still smells strong don't get it because it's still chemical it's just a different chemical guys you care about your goods phthalate free what does that mean phthalate free phthalates are a group of chemicals that they put on industrial uh, materials that are really cheap to make it softer and feel more sensual to the oh, body. Okay. But it's just so bad for you. It's, I mean, there are links to, you know, to them being carcinogenic and, Oh geez. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, we'll stay away from that. Yeah. It's, Am I right? Yeah. And it's, it's stuff that you, they don't put in uh, kids toys or dog toys anymore, but are still put in adult toys cause they're not regulated the same way. So. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, totally crazy. But, oh, man, I know I gave you um, uh, the jerk-off sleeves, uh, sleeve um, as the, I'm sorry for all the butt toys I gave you for your birthday. <laughs> you gave me one butt toy. Two butt toys. No, you gave me one. You gave me a prostate massager, right? Oh, they were both prostate massagers, but the UK Nexus brand calls it a G massager because they equate the P and the G spot. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. One of them was a G-spot massager. Yeah. But it's not a G-spot massager? It's for your butt. Really? Yeah. Uh, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> oh, I'm you sorry. You even say that on the podcast. Okay, they look so similar. <laughs> I thought that they were... Okay. Um, yeah. How could I possibly know? The box says G-spot massager. That's true. Um, yeah, I haven't used either one. I didn't think so. Um, we're warming you up slowly. Just like the Yeah, we'll see. I'm stroking his arm. It's very yeah. weird. Yeah, it's creepy. Creepy. It's very creepy. I'm not usually creepy, but it's fun to be creepy sometimes. You're pretty usually, you're pretty often creepy. Am I? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh man. <laughs> okay, so a few toys that I think are really fabulous, and I know when people think toys, they think of either giant penis-looking thing to put inside an orifice, or well, butt toy, or mainly vibrators, just things that vibrate. And people usually think of a thing that you put inside the body to vibrate. But there are so many amazing vibrators out there. Um, like, my fave right now is the Jeju Mimi. Do tell. Oh, let's go French. Although, I think it's a British company. Or is it American? I don't know. They have 
reps in the UK. They, they're all over. Um, this is a stone-shaped silicone toy that has... Stone. Oh, yeah. I wrote about this on Nerdist.com a while ago, and I just still just am amazed at the engineering of this toy. Stone-shaped. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's like a, a massage stone. Like, it's flat and round. Okay. Like an oval. And so it's really versatile in how you can um, use it in the bedroom. And it has the most crazy amount of vibration, but it's really deep vibration. So it's a very nice massaging type vibe. And I just, uh, like, I'm emotional when I'm like, wow. The, it's like a TARDIS. You're emotional. <laughs> it's adorable. Wait, look, <laughs> I've seen a lot of terrible design in sex toys. <laughs> just, oh, nice look, but oh, God, it's so loud. And oh, man, the battery compartment just breaks within two days. Or sure. There's always something with new toys wrong. Like, you know how many toys that come out that are new and then immediately within the, the year they come out with a version two because the first version wasn't really tested enough to really sure, be yeah. full on awesome? It's, I mean, and it's the process of learning and I get that, but... It's really, I mean, you'd want to look at reviews. Don't just buy something. Look at reviews for things before you buy them. Definitely. But I love the Juju Mimi and the WeVibe Touch, actually. That one's pretty awesome. That's the one that always pops into my head. That's the one that's brought up to me, oh. been brought up to me most often. WeVibe makes that like claw shaped looking thing, like the paper, love paper yes. clip I call. Yes. Now they have something called the Touch, which is an outside toy. Cool. That um, has two embedded motors in it and is designed to kind of shape to the hand. So it's kind of like the Mimi, but with a little bit more curve to it. Cool. And a little bit of a concave dish to kind and of go around Mimi the And the Mimi is the stone-shaped one that you're Yeah, it's flat. About? I mean, it's just, it's so beautiful. Here. Okay, it's way. One thing, oh, if people are looking for like the newest thing that's pretty neat. Oh, cool. Yeah, it is. It does Mimi? look like a, a skipping stone. Yeah, totally. That's so cool. So it's just, it's a really great basic one. One that I think is really cool. Oh man, I should have brought this in today. The meme. Oh wait, the Mina Ola is a new company that came up with a design for a toy where there's this um, very sturdy air pocket on one end and then a phallic kind of curved dildo on the other. Uh-huh. And it, you turn it on, and every time you push the air pocket, it vibrates, and so. Depending on your pressure, it'll get more intense or less intense. That is so cool. So, yeah, you can completely control the What is that called? The Mina Ola. How do you spell that? M-I-N-A space O-L-A, I believe. Okay. But yeah, it's, I've never seen anything like it. I just, I love the fact that people are getting creative with yeah. toy design. So, yeah, especially for partners. And it's kind of like, a, it doesn't have a base on it, but because the, the air pocket thing is curved... Uh, to the side like really strongly you could probably use it for anal play okay i mean don't get like fully deep to the air pocket i would say fully deep fully deep but don't get fully deep i know what you naughty monkeys do with your butt sometimes i don't know if you do i talked to some people i mean i'll bet you there's someone out there that does crazy things with their butt oh my god yeah yeah things you and i could never dream of i have a friend who like almost daily sticks things up his ass that's almost the size of like a traffic cone. Like Whoa, he loves really? sticking things that's in That's crazy. Yeah, he's into it and he's always again, trying to get bigger things in there. You know, really? Like buddy, at this some point. This should be a blog. He should tweet about this. <laughs> oh, he's a shy boy. He just loves sticking stuff in his butt. Sure. Uh, okay, not tra- okay. maybe not totally. I mean, he can go maybe halfway down the traffic cone. Traffic cones. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he could fit a whole traffic cone in his That's the Minola. I'm, I'm, you can... Oh, yeah, it's sort oh, of like... Oh, M-I-N-N-A, space O-L-A. M-I-N-N-A. So, yeah. M-I-N-N-A, space O-L-A. 
Yeah. I think yeah, that's it's really sort of one. in the shape of an arm. It's cool. Or like a like the a forearm with a hand bent at the end. Or like a rounded back scratcher. Sure. Sure. Or a ladle type idea. Yeah. Of some sort with a really It's like a huge toothbrush. <laughs> Someone took a picture of this uh, vibrator with their toy sheep. Uh What? Yeah, this it's a vibrating sheep. Why? That's interesting. Hey, why not, man? Why not? Um, so there's, I mean, these are all vibrators, different things. I really just like the idea of something simple. When it comes to male bodies, honestly, I, I mean, I talk to guys. It's really, it's sleeves and it's cock rings, prostate toys, lube. I would say if you want to get someone who is over five, six something that's in their male and something penetrative to like explore prostate play, definitely an Aneros Helix. Sin, actually, the one that I gave you. That one is just, it's an amazing design. S-Y-N, Helix Sin. It looks nice. Yeah, you can put it on your coffee table. You know? I should put those on my coffee table. I totally should. I used to own a dildo. Did I, did I tell you that? Did you know that? Not the penises I gave you? No, not the penises, I, which you didn't take with you when you we were in my forgot. house the other We forgot. We were so involved in the pie. <laughs> That's true. We just, yeah. It was good pie. Um, no, I lived... Um, I'll keep this short. I don't know how much of this I can say. But I, I when I was very... When, when I was right out of college, when I was extremely broke, I was so broke, I was. Uh, I moved to Fresno because mm-hmm. um, I got a job as a radio DJ there. Mm-hmm. But it was only like once a week, so I had like no money. And I, uh, I, li- I rented out a room in this house in Clovis, California, which is, is like the redneckiest place... You ever did see? Mm-hmm. Not even just for California. It's like there, there's like a rodeo every year. It's nuts. Uh, so the two other people renting out rooms in this house were this guy who I ended up living with, uh, and this woman who, um, you know, was having some drug problems and, mm-hmm. and and money problems and stuff. So she ended up not being able to pay rent, and the guy threw her out and sequestered all her belongings. In <gasps> the, uh, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And uh, and then she came back in like a frenzy one day, just screaming, "I can't find my Pyrex! I can't find my Pyrex!" Just yelling, and we were like, "What do you mean your bowls? You can't find your glass bowls?" And she was like, "No, my." And we were like, "Oh, your dildo, the dildo that you own." <laughs> um, and she couldn't find it, and she left, and we never ever saw her again in our lives. But I came home from work about a week later, and the dude that I lived with was like, "Hey, man, guess what I found." <laughs> So we boiled it and uh, then kept it on our mantle for like six months until he moved away and robbed me of five hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are so many stories within that story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm just saying. Wait, did you actually boil it? Yeah. I love that you boiled it. It would have been gross if like. I know, I know, but the fact that you knew that boiling would take care of things. Also, some people, I love hearing the stories of people who boil their toys that aren't actually able to be boiled and they just melt, <laughs> so, you yeah. know, or break. No, this was definitely glass all the way through. It was like a, it was like a three four hundred dollar dildo. It was a very, really? it was a very expensive dildo. Oh man! Like I mean, maybe it wasn't. Maybe I don't know the prices of things, mm-hmm. but it was like a large penis sized. Completely glass blown dildo with like colored glass. Oh, blown okay. Into the it. colored glass gets in there. Oh yeah. man! I just found out that uh, the pink, the light, the beautiful light pink in some Pyrex um, glass toys uh-huh. 
is the the fourteen karat gold? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a uh, gold, and it turns pink with a high heat. Really? Yeah, because I'd always heard about like bucks of gold and pink dills. I'm like, I don't understand why that's a thing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's because it creates the pink color. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I so part of me wants to take a glass blowing class at some point just so I can make things to put in my body. Um, hmm. P.S. Glass and Pyrex not the same thing. Uh, Pyrex toys can be boiled where glass cannot it will crack oh so pyrex is borosilicate um level hardened glass so it's harder so if you when you're buying toys on the internet especially and you don't have a fancy store person to ask pyrex is just higher quality in terms of its sturdiness so just keep that in mind so when you're buying a 30 dollar toy and it doesn't say borosilicate or pyrex on it most likely it's just glass i really don't want to ask this question but i want to ask this question it's really if it's a solid glass toy it's really okay. not it's gonna it's just not break gonna off break and you, you? it's not gonna okay. be this dramatic thing now of course it's always good to um check your glass toy you know like look over and just see are there any hairline factors like i <laughs> i was uh, trying out a uh, crystal frosted pink glass toy from crystal delights uh-huh. uh and i was just wearing it around my house like oh this is comfortable this is interesting like oh Let's see what happens. And I sat on it. Like I, I sat down in a hard chair oh without thinking. God. And I it just like, well, no, the jewel, <laughs> it hit the chair really loud, like, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, crap. That felt weird. Like just my whole body kind of reacted like, oh. Uh-huh. Was, if it were less hard, I would have felt erotic, but it just felt j- jolting. And then later I saw that it had hairline fractured. So I was like, okay, I can't wear it anymore. Sure. Bummer. That is freaky, though. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, yeah, then it smashed inside me and I was in the hospital. No, days. no, it's really sturdy. Okay, good. Yeah. Some people have stories of dropping their Pyrex stuff on the floor. I mean, it's basically bakeware. I mean, you know, that totally. stuff gets knocked around, dishwasher, you know, smacks the sides of things if you're clumsy like I am. So, you know, it's like Pyrex. Anyway, I have an email from a gentleman named Benjamin. I'm just going to say his name. I think that's okay. Hello, Benjamin. And it's a long email talking about he loves the show and, and he likes that we're friends. That's nice. Oh, that's so cool. And he finds this show entertaining. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Um, Thanks, Ben. Also, it's crazy how many people will have heard about the show recently and are just blasting through the episode. It's crazy how it's yeah, just... Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Just get I've on I've been it. meeting a lot of people in L.A. who, who really? are fans of the show. Yeah, which actually wasn't the case. Uh, I'm sure that we've always had... I mean, actually, I know that we've always had listeners and fans in L.A., but... Lately, I feel like I've been meeting a lot of people. I don't know. I should probably get out of my house more. Yeah, you probably should. And not hang out with sex people all the time. Well, I mean, do hang out with whoever you're most comfortable hanging out with. But, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> wait, comedy things? Uh, at comedy things. It, like, I met someone just yesterday. I was a guest on this podcast mm-hmm. called, oh, they just changed the name, Bad Sloth. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <gasps> I love sloths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're silly, silly creatures. Aww. But it, it's used to be called, I think... <laughs> Wikipod, I think, okay. or Wikipedia podcast or something, mm-hmm. and they would take it. They take a a uh, a page out of uh, a Wikipedia page about something or other, and then have, each episode is about one of those. And ours is about time travel. Anyway, Ooh. that guy's roommate was a listener to the podcast. Aww, it's cool. It's nice to meet her. Yeah, when I hear yeah, people I'm, telling other people or learning that their friends are listen to the same podcast too, and it's like. Oh my God, Sex Star Sandra. Cool. It's yeah, it's, cool. It's exciting. It's really exciting. It's also, it's especially cool to hear about it in LA because 
not because LA is any better or worse than any, anywhere else in my mind, but it is like there's so much to do here. There's so much content yeah. being created here. So it's flattering when people actually pay attention to yeah, our show. Yeah, it's Definitely. hard to get people to come to yeah. comedy shows in LA. Oh, it's yeah. It's so hard. Yeah, uh, although the Sex Nerds Unite show, we have to do that one again. You should. I'm feeling it. You should. The New Year. Actually, you know what I was thinking? Maybe we should have Sex Nerds Sandra tote bags for the holidays. Yeah, we should do that. I know a guy. Yeah? I got a guy. Sure. I got guys. There is something really pleasurable about using, because I, I got free Sex Nerds Sandra. we get red tote bags? I just have cream colored with the red logo on it. It'd be and really it cool to get a fully red one, just though. Just a fully red one with the white and the, the yeah, white words. That's what I'm saying. It'd be sexy. That's what I'm talking about. But there's some, it would just going to Trader Joe's or whatever grocery store you go to, there's something about having your bag just bold. And for me, I hide it sometimes because I'm like, okay, I am on this show, so I don't want to... It's not like that, guys. I just really like this bag. But, but it's kind of sometimes just showing people what's on your bag it's like representing you know like yeah sex nerds yeah you see that word sex in my bag heck yes what are you gonna do about it i'm awesome what are you gonna do not have sex i don't think so <laughs> let's um, just let's just be real buttons made you should get pins sex nerds under buttons big fan of pins i need yeah. to get more holy fuck pins anyway so we yeah. should do that i i um, one of my friends said we should have Team Dave and Team Sandra t-shirts and then we can just fight, fight? and see who whose t-shirt sells more. <laughs> oh my God. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Why? It'd be fun. We could just... I, mean, I think you'd win. You know, Team Dave. Uh, okay. Well, I don't think that I would win, but that's we, very nice of you to say that. I just don't like competing. I don't want to do that. No. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to... We can... I mean, we can do that. I mean, yeah. I'm also whatever, whatever you want to do. But I don't like, like team Dave or like Sex and Sonic. Like I vote for Dave the Voice or like I don't know like the something. Dave the Voice. I could be the Sass um, or something. I have been. <laughs> the sass. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, sure, yeah. Oh. I just don't like competition. Okay, you can make Team Dave and Team Sonder shirts if you That's want. Right. I'm not much but of a competitor. Competing sucks, man. Okay, I actually Makes, all it does is make people feel bad. I never generally care who wins. I'm just really excited to be there. Oh, that's true. Also, so. it does make the winners feel good. So, uh-huh. And it makes listeners excited to be involved in a competition. That's true. It's more for them and their entertainment. I'm just scared of losing. We're entertaining. I don't like to lose. No. Considering how many people masturbate to the sound of your voice, I think you would give me a run for the money. What's that number? That's the number of like three, <laughs> four people tops. You know how many... People in their emails will say Andy's voice. I can't and, deal with compliments. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone hates you. Okay. <laughs> no, that's much worse. All right. So Ben writes, um, he and his partner have been experimenting with toys for a couple of years as um, and different lubricants, but they haven't found any that they liked. Um, the first episode on your podcast that I listened to was Sex Toy Primer. Thank you for listening. First of all, very informative and entertaining. Had never heard of using a couple drops of lubricant to clean out the system before... Oh, <laughs> pure lube. <laughs> it can help flush you out because it doesn't really absorb, so it just goes right through. It's, you know. Sure. Silicone lube can be used for, I need to make a list. There's so many things you can do. Anyway. Okay. What am I saying? He bought pure lube, which is a high quality silicone lube. I love that stuff so much. Uh, but he has a couple questions. First, other than direct clitoral stimulation, how else can we use a magic wand? So a Hitachi magic wand. So a giant vib- back vibrator. Sure. And um, one of their free gifts when they um, went and, and got... Oh, this is a glass dildo question. How do we use a glass dildo? They got one free at Adam and Eve. Oh, cool. So, oh, that's a nice free gift. A glass dildo. Yeah. So, I've got a magic wand question. 
and a glass dildo question. And the only directions that were given in the purchasing of a G-spot... Oh, wait. Oh, his wife had directed him to purchase a G-spot stimulator. He looked at the website and shows one that was popular, but according to his wife, it didn't really give her any good feelings. Oh, so we've got a G-spot question, a glass dildo question, and a magic wand question. All right. Oh, I like magic. Do you want to answer them or? No, no, no I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna think about. <laughs> We've them got them. We got them. Okay, magic wands are so versatile. Just shoving them on your genitals. This is like the type of thing that you buy at Brookstone or something, right? Like, yeah, I mean, a Hitachi magic wand. I mean, they're like fifty, fifty-five bucks. Yeah. Most places, they might be a little more expensive. There's like a cord attached to it. Yeah, you can get similar ones that are rechargeable. You can get smaller ones, like the Mystic Wand is nice by Vibratex. Um, AccuVibe has one. I think they used to be sold at um, Brookstone or you know one of those fancy massage stores. Sure, but sharper image. Honestly, I just I think having a broad head that's also kind of cushy. When the head's really hard, that can be just so mm, just a it's too hard. Like a nice cush, just a little bit, a little give. You know? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Like I mean, I don't have a vagina, but that makes sense it's to like me. It's like running on AstroTurf versus, or not AstroTurf. What's the um, track? track? Oh, yeah. Stuff. What is that stuff called? Well, uh, squishy stuff versus running on cement where there's no give. There's just a different. Squish. That's it's what just we'll call more it. more gentle to your body. The point being, um, just make sure that the head of the back massager is sensual enough that you want to put it on your junk. Hmm. What else can you do with it? One, you can vibrate your hand. So anything you want to do with your hand, if you just put a massager on the back of it, vibrating hand. Like you were saying, vibrating dad. Sure. Just put a, just put a just vibrator. Just put a vibrator on your dad. <laughs> vibrating dad, man. And if you get any silicone toys or like silicone, like smart balls or any silicone um, vaginal balls or, um, or a dildo, you can just place it at the base of anything. Silicone, the molecules are so tight together that it transmits vibration really well, just all the way to the tip. It's remarkable. So you can turn it, like, kitchen stuff, all that silicone stuff at in the kitchen section, that's silicone. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like all, all, all the flexible, brightly colored things, like if you go to oh, Bed I Bath see. or, you know. These sort places. of, like, like, the, it seems like the material is. It seems like it's squishy. That stuff, but really, it's it's hard. Yeah, like things that um, silicone spatulas or right. the and silicone and, and pasta spoons. And exactly, stuff like or silicone um, ice cube trays. I don't. Somebody make that sure, erotic. Sure, ice cube tray. Silicone <laughs> microwaves. What I'm saying with is, a microwave. when you see something that says silicone on it, because it is non-porous and boilable and doesn't absorb um, bacteria, you, it's remarkable in use in all sorts of applications. Hold on, I'm just going to buy have sex with a microwave.com. <laughs> That's like the portable version of the um, vibrating dishwasher. Yes. Not a dishwasher. I mean, yeah. Dishwasher. Oh my god. Uh, uh, it's not Oh, it's it's available. Have sex with a microwave.com is available. If anyone was wondering if that URL was not taken, it is not taken. Get on that, dude. Get um, on it. I do own the URL constantlysuckingdick.com. Did you know that? Do you? Yeah, I do. That's like a whole bunch of GIFs. G- GIFs? No, it's not. No, uh, no, but like that would be amazing if that oh, yes. constantly sucking dick, so you could just <laughs> Oh, that's true. It. Endless amounts of, of GIFs. Tons no, of GIFs. No, I just, I just um, whenever uh, I want to, um, I don't know, fuck with someone, I just make uh, it redirect to their Twitter account. It's fun. It's fun for me. <laughs> I think right now it's at my roommate's uh, 
Oh, that's a genius. I never thought about that. Having a bunch of ridiculous URLs that redirect to your Twitter account. Yeah. It's really fun. Uh, yeah, I have uh, my friend and I uh, started designing. We wanted to start the startup that was based around that, where people would pay a dollar for a URL to redirect to their friend's Twitter account or website or whatever. And it's something that we've been working on. But um, but then, you know, you just get busy in life. <laughs> you so know many what good I mean? That's the hard part with having a lot of good ideas. I know. You can't do them all. Execution. Okay, what do you give a guy for the holidays? Uh, tie, watch, wallet. <laughs> sexy, uh, sexy gifts. Prostitute. Ooh, better. I recommend, okay, one, if you're going to bust out a sex toy for a male, I, I an open-ended sleeve, we've talked about this before, makes an amazing hand job or blowjob helper, right? Because it hugs the shaft while you use your mouth or your hands on, on the head. Totally fine. Um, just wrapping it and giving it to somebody could be a little confusing at first. Like what? I don't, what are you trying to say? Cause people, when you get sex toys as a gift, people often think that there's some sort of either you're trying to be really funny or you're trying to be, uh, give them a hint about something like, Oh, maybe we should work on that orgasm situation, dear. Right. Yeah. Right. It's always a thing. Sure. So context is really important. It's just really good to like, if you hand something, somebody and you're not sure if they're going to like it or not be like, Hey, I just, I just thought I'd get you something just a, you know, a little adventure. Sure. Or something. Sure. Um, just hand yeah, it to don't, them. Don't pressure people, I guess. No. Oh, my God, my back. All right, I'm really you sore. need to get you a that. Hitachi... Um, shit, I forgot. Hitachi magic wand? Magic wand. Oh, right, okay. Right. I totally got distracted. I was thinking about so many things. So, uh, Hitachi magic wands. Yeah, you can make other things vibrate, which is really fun. Also... I'm sorry, but even though people think about putting it on their junk, also putting it like on their butt cheeks because there's a lot of fat and muscle there. It uh-huh. just makes your whole genital area vibrate. Like everything vibrates. It feels good and it releases so much tension. Really? And yeah. And then you can just get even more aroused. So there's something just, that's why I joke this, but it's not, I'm not, it's actually a thing. Start at your the neck and just work your way down. Like the body wants to release tension. Like we hold so much and that's also going to hinder us from our arousal and our pleasure. So a butt massage, hell yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a butt massage. Oh my God, it's the best. I would totally yeah. give you a butt massage if it weren't weird and you'd probably judge me. <laughs> no? <laughs> I would judge you. That's interesting. What would I judge you for? I give amazing scalp massages and butt massages. Yeah? I'm really good at them. Yeah. I think it's interesting that me judging you is the uh, is the <laughs> is the downside. I wouldn't judge you. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, that doesn't seem like mm. something I'd want to do with a friend. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I mean? Massage your own butt. It's fine. It's not as fun though. Oh, someday. Yeah, I, I like. I'll make a fist and just like sit on it, and, like dig into my oh, that's cheeks. That's a good idea. Yeah, you know, relax. My um, friend had a birthday party recently, and she got a a spanking from everybody at the party. It was just this really adorable, like everyone, you got to see everybody's different spanking um, maneuvers. You know, some people were sensual spankers. Some people would rub first. One would just like wail on her. And I, it was my turn and I just sort of came up and was all like, I just want to soothe. <laughs> like, is it okay if I just squeeze? So I just gave her this like butt massage, you know, and it was like smack, smack, smack. Okay, my next. <laughs> just, you know. I mean, it had been like 15 people. It was, it was time for a little soothing. Sure. But yeah, butt massages. Heck yeah. So Hitachi's... 
really nice, honestly. And the tease of having vibration not directly on the genitals, so hot. Put it in the inner thigh, like right where the leg meets the genitals. That's great. And for guys behind the balls, just pressing it right behind there, that that really gives a lot of stimulation to just the inside of the body where there are lots of nerve endings that are untouched and, un, you know, jealous. Sure. Totally. Glass dildos. It's interesting when people ask questions about a toy where part of you, I mean, part of me goes, is it kind of, isn't it kind of obvious? The fun with glass is you can play with temperature, so you can make it cold or warm, okay? And if it's, okay, well, you don't want to get too, you don't want to put it in boiling water. Let's not hurt ourselves. But yeah, uh, cold can be really nice, especially after hot, sweaty sex. So that's great. Um, If it's curved slightly, G-spotting, it's really firm. And when it's wet, glass glides amazingly. So you can use it just by pressing into the G spot, the P spot, wherever you want, but moving it. It's an amazing thing. Have you ever used a glass dildo on someone? Uh, no, never once. It's magical. It really is. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer that I haven't actually. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's use like a vibrator, like a pad, like the stone shaped type vibrator on someone. Yeah. But I've never, yeah, I've never fucked anyone with a, like a thing. Yeah. Including myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Got stuff to do, man. Yeah, totally. Busy week. I got a busy week ahead of me. Um, (laughs) We need to get you a lab partner. Um, And, okay, G-spotting toys, just like the glass, something firmer is better. And I'm a big fan of things that are more rounded, things that look really pointy, kind of mm, don't seem to have as good of a track record when people give feedback afterward that makes sense pointy who wants points yeah there's something's just come to this rounded tip that's just very pointy looking and it's i mean i ask people when they play with their g-spot with their hands do they like using two or three fingers or do they just use one do they like pressing real firm honestly some people get in there and just press 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 some people want just a full body just hitting everything some people just have that one spot something it's a broader toy is going to give you a lot more ability to, it's less difficult to aim. You know what I mean? It's, it's. But you, what are you, I'm sorry, I just got distracted by the people marching down Sunset Boulevard in front oh. of the store. Either it's religious or they're LARPing. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell. They were very um, ornate flags. Very yeah, like, medieval. Each one different from the last. <laughs> Ooh, sexual LARPing. Yeah. I well, I mean, but isn't that just... Uh, well, I mean, that's just like uh, a, a role-play orgy, right? That's like an orgy where everyone's role-playing. That would be really fun. I mean, I've or it could just be like that. LARPing in the sense that it's like a war, and then oh everyone just fucks each other instead. I'm not a party thrower, but... I'm not a party not thrower. But I always get these ideas for amazing parties. And that would be amazing to have. Role a, party. A role, yeah, role party, role playing party where, role well, party. I'm thinking like sexy that. party. Yes. No, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like a medieval. Or a, Swingers party? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, you have to that's kind of gotta, be a character. That's got to exist. Kind Some, of like murder mystery night, but you just are making out with people. Someone that's has something. to do that. That has to be something that people do. Right? The cuddle throne. You got the cuddle throne. <laughs> yeah, game of cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Game I mean, of bones. Game of bones. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mm. You like Game of Cuddles or Cuddle of Thrones better? I like Game of Cuddles just because I wouldn't want there to be pressure for people to have to actually have sex or do sexual things, but just having a... That's true. Game of Dicks. (laughs) Come on. Go on to my Game of Dicks party. I don't want the invite to say, get fucked. You know, I... um, Get fucked. It's really, I just having essential free space is is really my personal... Yeah. Dr. Hug? Dr. Hug? It's sort of like Dr. Who. I, well, yeah, that would be cool if it were a science fiction role play party. Sure. Where everyone's an alien or a companion of the doctor. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you could have designated doctors. They'd get so much play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I love this idea. Okay. This is, we can't be having fun. We're talking about things. Um, so thinking about what to give your partner, you really just have to think. What do I want to create? Um, stuff for guys, it gets a little more difficult and then at the same time easier. You can totally get hilarious parody porns, always a good idea. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Always a good idea. Those things are so funny. Or like a really just insanely named porn in general. Just like, that's a really fun. The best one I've ever seen of the. Of the uh, parody porns is the Sarah Palin one. I love uh, Nail Nail and Palin. Nail and Palin, it's <laughs> hilarious. It's so funny. Okay, okay, okay. I have to share this naked dance party I went to because it was oh, yeah. so crazy. Um, I okay. I've been naked around friends before. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I remember the first time that I got naked around friends and it was not specifically that sexual but it was more like I think it was skinny dipping involved and it's a, there's something freeing about being naked in a public space with other people sure there's something because you're freaking out and you start taking off your clothes like oh my god I'm really gonna do this oh my god okay and the minute your clothes are actually off everything changes and suddenly everything's fine sure that makes sense so I really value the experience, the freedom of taking off clothes now that I've kind of gotten past that point. Because if you've never, if it's sort of like if you've never had an orgasm, like you don't know what it is until you've experienced it. Being naked around friends, it's totally a thing, especially a co-ed group. It's, and when it's a safe space, obviously not like weird. Oh, of creepy. course. Yeah, don't just strip. <laughs> right. Um, so I was invited, my friend, um, his name is Daniel Beddingfield and mm-hmm. he's a, um, like a pop artist and he needed, uh, naked bodies for this photo shoot cause he's going to do all this tour in Asia and they need, he, it's, it was like an artistic, basically he needed people to do this artistic photo shoot with people like running at him and while he's dressed and they're naked and it's, it was very metaphorical and yada, yada, yada. Um, so we did some clothes shots and all these, they're all like early twenties like a lot of the people that were there. Uh-huh. And most of them were actors or dancers in the area. No one, almost no one, had ever been naked in front of people before like that. Oh, okay. And Did so, you know all these people? No. No, oh. most of us didn't. I mean, some of them were coworkers uh, at a restaurant in Hollywood or some, some people were dating. But generally, I didn't know anybody there except one friend who, who came and you know, the artist. So I mean, it was a closed set. So everybody there was either going to be in the shot or was the photographer or the assistant. And... You can feel the tension building. And we were like running back and forth to get these shots of us like, you know, breezing past him. And I'm like asking people like, so have you ever done this before? Like, no, no, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And the girls especially were like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't, you know. And oh, that's so cool. It was, it was adorable. 
And we'd all brought bathrobes because we were instructed to, because you know, it was cold to in here too. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you protection. also want to have something that you just throw off. Exactly. Get, right. Exactly. Just tear off that Band-Aid. So I brought like fuzzy pink socks and my white bathrobe. And I mean, for me, I just start taking off my clothes and putting on my bathrobe when it came to, to change. And I didn't really look at other people, but everyone, some of the girls like went off into the bathroom to get their bathrobes on. And we're all kind of running around. Like, and there was this, oh, they were blasting like techno music. It was just like really? blasting club music. Yeah, his friend came along and just like give it more fun. And of course, sure. like the booze was flowing, like, well, booze. Sure. Um, I wasn't drinking a whole lot, but it was cute also because some people were like, I need more booze (laughs) like okay all right (laughs) yeah i mean you gotta do what you gotta do yeah it's fine um but just the minute everyone got into their bathrobes and it was this huge warehouse space and people were just like running and dancing and jumping around and and, like it was just this exuberant excited energy because people were gonna get naked and it wasn't sexual but it was like the first time you know it was exciting it's really cool. And I was just like melting inside like, oh, look at everybody. And I know I'm like, well, I don't know these people and I'm going to get naked too and I'm kind of nervous a little bit. Sure, know? yeah. So I make a decision not to take off my bathrobe until we start shooting for nude scenes because I just, I want to stay warm and I don't feel like, you know, showing off my goods, you know, before sure, I need to. Yeah. And slowly all the all the guys got naked first i mean they were like and then by the time when they were naked they turned into like five-year-old boys and they were just like look at my dick look at my dick uh, you know and just, uh, like uh. shaking and like jumping around and just being so like they turned into kids it was the cutest thing i'd ever experienced yeah that's adorable and the girls were all clustered and there were less girls than guys but they were clustered together and kind of like ah oh ah and with the minute one of them took off their bathrobe. They all started taking off their bathrobes and, and like throwing them to the side. Like, okay, we're going to do this. And we were about to get ready to shoot. And I was kind of zoning out at this point, like, right. oh, talking to my friend. And then someone taps me on the shoulder and they're like, you're the last one. Whoa, you were the last one? Yeah, because I, w- I didn't realize, no one had said like, okay, we're going to start shooting now. I was just sure. sort of like hanging out. And then I was like, oh, oh, okay. And <laughs> just like took off my bathrobe and my socks. The socks came off last. That's oh, hilarious. And so suddenly you're in a room filled with young, very attractive naked bodies running. Like we were running back and forth to get these shots. Right. I never knew what I looked like naked running before. Oh yeah. You have the prints <laughs> from it? No, no, no. And it's all from the back. Like we're shot from the back. Okay. Um, that was pre-negotiated. They just needed. I don't think anyone knows what they look like running from the back at all. I was, I'm like, Oh, I need to, I need to run more. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's definitely something I need to do. But it was beautiful. And I started looking because I, I didn't want to be creepy, but everyone was looking at each other's genitals. Like everyone was just like, and I got to see like all these, um, like all and the penises were more fat because they're more out there. But lots of the guys were uncut. You know, they were intact. Oh, really? Yeah. And so and there was a very ethnically mixed group. So we had black, Hispanic, Asian, white, and just seeing the range of um, especially when guys are soft and no one said it, but I knew, especially because it was cold, a cold room, that they were worried about shrinkage. Sure. And every once in a while, like some of the guys would like go over to the, the heaters and just like stand there with really? the Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So it was really heartwarming to see people embrace an art project, get naked, show off their goods. And, and once everyone got naked, it really was like we were kids. And so it wasn't sexy. 
it was liberating. And the girl, the, the short little girl who was wearing little high heels and all dressed up for the, the clothes portion, mm-hmm. she was the most nervous about being naked. And so I, I asked her after a little bit of running around, she's like, I'm like, how, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? And she goes, this is so liberating. I love this. I love this. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And so anyway, it was just, it was a wonderful experience to see a bunch of young people who were brave enough to come out and do that. Um, you know, lots of penises. Yeah. At one point sure. we had, we had a huddle at one point to kind of do this thing where the Daniel was trapped in like a sea of bodies. And this one girl in the middle is like, so many penises around me. So many penises. You know? <laughs> and the guys are just like, I don't know what to do about that. Right. <laughs> but then I was like, if you're uncomfortable, you can switch or you can, you know, if they're rubbing their penises up against you, maybe you should say something. Cause, cause you'd, you'd like get random genital brushes. Right. You know? And of I'm course. thinking, so it was just hilarious. Um, but at the end, after we were done with the photo shoot, they turned down the lights and just blasted more music and just it turned into a huge dance party. And everyone stayed naked? Yeah, everyone stayed naked. And like some people put their clothes back on like, oh, we're going to go now. And then they saw everyone still naked dancing, having a great time. And then they just were like, fuck it. And they took off their clothes again and rejoined. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and like, like Daniel uh, came and like picked me up and like whirled me around and you know, just screaming. And it was just like all this playfulness going on and people just like holding hands, skipping. And it was just, I don't know. It was this magical evening. It's really cool. Yeah, so, I don't know. Are you sure you want to say his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, these photos are going to be public. When okay. I, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Beddingfield. I think his sister is um, Natasha Beddingfield. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know that name. Why yeah. do I know that name? Because they're well-known singing people that oh. have nice voices. <laughs> singing people. <laughs> singing people. They're famous singing people. Comedy people. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. They're As we are famous talker people. <laughs> Sometimes we talk as people. Anyway. Into microphones. Uh, thank you so much Get for listening. Get naked and dance. Also, buy all that stuff she said, and I'm Dave, and that's Sandra. That's my one-sentence summary of this episode. Anyway, um, Naughty Monkeys, have a wonderful one. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, Dave. Bye, Sandra. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 